have it out. Have it out. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, dear listeners. <laughs> it's so Sony, funny that you always so say dear that. listeners. <laughs> it's like well, the first thing that comes to my head, which dear I call listeners. them. Precious. <laughs> precious hey, fuck faces. <laughs> Honestly, I would like the fuck faces thing. That's funny. That's good morning, that's great angels. Stuff. Oh my good morning, God. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, good morning, Charlie. <laughs> So the, the sun is out, and I feel like people are getting into a better mood, and lockdown isn't real anymore. <gasps> yeah. yeah. How were your weekends, everyone? Tell me. Tell me. Mine was good. I just, like, forgot how far away the weekend was, and it was literally yesterday. Time is yeah. nothing. I still have the time warp effect of being in lockdown, but... The sun is shining, and I can do some work in my backyard, so all is well. Although I do have summer anger. (laughs) (laughs) She just throws that out there like it's a real thing. We all know what she's talking about. I've discovered that, you know how people get winter blues, like sad or whatever? like Summer anger. disorder. I I think I have summer (laughs) anger. Like, I don't get depressed. Like, I'm pretty productive, and, like, I'm fine, but I just feel like mildly low level frustrated all the time. Why though? I don't know. I think it's to do with the summer though. I, I can summer anger. <laughs> I can somewhat relate to that, but just because I don't like being really hot. So whenever I'm sweaty, yeah, I feel more bothered. Same. I feel like there's more crowds in the summer and I theoretically hate like people. Like I love individuals. But I hate the collective. Quote, you know, Sonia <laughs> yeah. likes one person at a time. More than one? Yeah. No, 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 not for Sonia. The sun's making me feel so much better, and I want to wake up in the morning because I don't want to miss it. Yeah, it's That's too nice. hot though. It's yeah. too fucking hot, and we haven't we haven't set up the air conditioner unit yet here. So like last night was rough. We were both just like starfished on the bed, being like. <laughs> Like fucking dogs, like yeah, summer's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, how do you fare in the summer? I could see you going either way. I really, I have to cool off. Like I have to. So I really like bodies of water, although I hate the beach. Um, but I mean, what like a for weird example, way of saying, that. yeah, I'm not no, a fan of but, what. How do you, you know said what that. I mean? Though it's like I, I really don't like sitting and like mustering in my sweat. Um, but I, I'm kind of known to like dunk my head in water. This is the worst. You've been known to take a dunk. Well, like too. for example, one time I was at a backyard party in Vancouver. Worst. And everyone was making me feel really uncomfortable and it was really hot and there was like a little kiddie pool. So then I just went over and dunked my head in and it, I felt better. <laughs> I like you're like a, like a paintbrush, like you just, yeah, that's how I fare. Dip it in and then. But what I, a unique response to that question. I hate this, but I, I agree because I've seen her do that many times. You know yeah. what's weird? Sean really hates the beach too, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, "What's the big deal?" No. And he said it's too sandy; everything gets all over. Like, I like I'm being like, I don't there get it for 30 minutes, and then being in the water mainly. But I don't like tanning and then being like flip, and then yeah, no, I don't know. That's so just you a like waste of time. swimming? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. Like that. Uh, Although I'm not, not I'm not a hard. strong swimmer. <laughs> no. 
I didn't make it past like the level in swimming lessons where you had to dive because I couldn't figure it out. And every no, time me I either, I always get water up my nose. Every time I dive, I like, multiple times I white whited out where I dove and then smacked my forehead first on the water and then I saw white. Really? That's called whiting out. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Sonia with summer anger, you with whiting out. Like, what's next today? Also, like, what's your summer term? <laughs> I had a swimming instructor, too, that would come to my dad's to do private lessons, but the pool wasn't heated. Ooh, and I was such a fr- like fragile little child that I would turn purple and have to leave the lesson an hour early and watch my sister. <laughs> an hour early? Isn't it only an hour? <laughs> uh, I think there were two. Her name was... Her name was Olivia Duck. Shout out to her. She was also a pianist. Duck? Yeah. Her last name was Duck. Olivia Duck. That's yeah. a great name. I'm so jealous. I wish my last name was a creature, not a stupid lineage bullshit. Ross. Ainsley Cougar. Ainsley yeah. Cougar. I don't like it. I don't think it'll stick. Brayden, what are you up to? You look high as a kite. I just. I'm just soaking it Where all. Where are those sirens in. coming from? My Aurelia. I mean, I'm not I, an Aurelia. Somewhere. My Aurelia. <laughs> just the Aurelia. siren started and Brayden started going. And I, just closing her eyes and smiling. And I was like, are they coming for you? Like, you're like, ah, oh, they finally found me. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Um, I, I woke up very recently and I'm still... In the process of waking up, and uh, I was up very late, so mm. I'm a, I'm in that stage of tired where everything's kind of funny. That's I just good. have diarrhea. Use so. it. Use it. Okay, <laughs> let's get to the double double and talk about some spicy. <laughs> I'm trying to find a new way to like introduce the double double, and I can't do it. Uh, what happened to our sound? Oh, what? <laughs> Well, we put it in. After. We edit that in. We have a professional sound now. Brayden, Brayden have you ever Brayden listened to our know. podcast? <laughs> Brayden doesn't listen. To- <laughs> I don't listen to all of it. I, I listen to it when I'm in the car, which has been a lot less lately. But I Brayden, get. Brayden, did you did you think that like we just had this button that we would press and it would go? No coffee. <laughs> <laughs> last time I listened to it, which was last week, I thought I didn't hear it. I do listen, guys. I don't listen. To Ainsley made a good point. Though. It sounds like it gets longer and longer every episode. It's a. It, uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> Is this the same one? <laughs> I, I get very awkward listening to myself speak, and it hasn't really gone away. So I like don't enjoy it unless someone else is there to kind of take the heat off. Like if I listen with a buddy. That's better. If I'm just by myself, mm. I feel very odd just listening. Really? To I feel talk. the opposite. When yeah, I listen by yeah. myself, I'm like I'm free to like understand what's happening. Whereas when I'm with Sean, I'm constantly just like looking over. Like, is Me this too. boring? Like, is this okay? <laughs> the producers' opinions matter most. <clears throat> so as I was saying, the double double <laughs> is where we read two of the top trending tweets in Canada, and we have a special sound effect for it because we're very professional and top notch. Here it is. Mmm, coffee. Hashtag Trinity Bellwoods Park. Here oh we go. God. You where all we knew begin? this was coming. Covidiots. Oh. 
COVID, that's right. Hashtag COVID idiots. So Trinity Bellwoods Park is a very big park in Toronto <laughs> where all the youths gather and bring their white claws and their, what else is like the beer of the summer now? Like Pass. craft beer. Sonia, never write a book about days. Trinity Bellwoods. <laughs> li- oh no, I was going It's like to. the trendy place to hang out in Toronto. <laughs> So there's yeah. like millennials. Yeah, people go there with picnic blankets and they bring like wine and cheese and everybody just gets wasted in a park all day on the weekend. There's always a guy like who tied um, rope to two trees oh, and doing people uh, yeah. tightrope walking. Like who yeah. are the type of people who actually tightrope walk? Like who are they? Where where are they? Does anybody actually I'm know one? No, or are they like no one paid talks for by the government and they just like send them out? Just to, like, make people think. I don't get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> to yeah, ask these Trinity? deep questions. <laughs> I was talking about Trinity Bellwoods with my friend Suki yesterday, and she said that Trinity Bellwoods is a cesspool. It ha- always has been, and it always will be. And I thought it's that was true. a cesspool of what? It. Basically, um, people are really mad, right, because a million people went there on the weekend, I guess, when they loosened the restrictions, and they look very close together from videos and pictures, and well, people are just like... Because like, the bylaw is you can't be in a group of more than five people, and people were gathering in groups of, like, 40. <laughs> like, well, the park itself, it's like, was probably had how many people, like, thousands? Thousands, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, even if you're like, it looks like a lot of them were in small groups, but they're all, the group. It defeats the purpose. They're all very close together. Um, I mean, okay, yeah. so, like I, I used to go there all the time. I thought it was yeah, cool. It was like in little Portugal and whatever. But as time goes on, and also when you're sober, it's just not the same experience at all. And I, my main memories I have of myself there are like chugging my cider as quickly as possible while like waiting for this little Asian lady to like pick up my empties and then like people in your group are like oh I feel bad for her and like it's just this there's always those people and they're like they're fucking fine they're just making a killing off of all of you drunk fools yeah they're looking at you (laughs) play your fucking croquet with your sweater tied around your neck yeah Truly, it's such an odd mix of people in Trinity Bellwoods. And it's so just, like, irresponsible for everybody to do that right now. It's just so stupid. It was bound to happen first nice, like, day of the summer. Yeah. And I don't honestly, like, really know, because people are like, why weren't they ticketed? Like, I don't really know how they're meant to control that. If the park's open, it's in a, it's mm. in a city. Everyone, it's nice how everyone wants to go. Do they have to have someone like guarding the park, like letting a certain amount of people in? Like, I don't really understand how individually it's those people's fault. It's more like poor planning in general. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it all just it, it just kind of like, happened. I don't Apparently, understand. Hope- like, if you walked up to Trinity Bellwoods and like you had it in your mind, we're gonna go to Trinity Bellwoods today, and you walked up and saw like three thousand people in Trinity Bellwoods in this time, wouldn't you be like? Oh, maybe not today. You know, like wouldn't you turn thing, around though, and go home? Where you you see someone else doing it, therefore you're like, oh, yeah. okay, then it must not be as bad. And it's like becomes this crowd mentality where they're like, yeah, oh, okay. I, I don't really see it as like it. Like I don't know. It just to me, it came across as another one of those like millennials are fucking stupid things. And like it was a perfect visual for people to like draw attention to that when i'm sure trinity bellwoods was not the only location that Mm -hmm. that people acted like that but trinity bellwoods is such a iconic 
millennial douchebag hangout that it was like you know the images went viral right away like i don't know to me it just seems like more of a problem on like them loosening the restrictions like what what did they expect i think it's both i think there's a certain level of idiocy that goes to wanting to go to the park and also they shouldn't have fucking opened the park yeah but like like that's the whole point of all these rules people are idiots so like of Mm -hmm. course if people weren't idiots we wouldn't have to have had such strict restrictions but everyone's you know everyone's selfish at the end of the day so and the cases are there's, on the rise now <laughs> yeah what. So there's a, hold on there's a couple things you guys said that i want to pick up on it's funny how everyone's like look at these millennials these young douchebag hipsters because every time there's a gathering it's like kind of like a ross charge test i don't know if i fucking said Rorschach. that right. <laughs> test for like who you hate like so sometimes it's like oh these country bumpkins yeah. like or like, oh, these fucking like gun-toting conservatards. And then now it's like, oh, these young millennial liberal hipsters, they they just yeah. want to drink their ciders. And <laughs> so it's just always <laughs> like, it's like everyone's just fucking like, everyone's, n- no one's been observing, I guess, social distancing um, perfectly the whole time. And then um, apparently four people got ticketed. For, and I <laughs> so, think it was so- for peeing in public. It wasn't oh, really? I was going to say, distancing. how did they decide which four? Or maybe they just started like handing out tickets and then everyone bailed or something. I don't know. Or yeah. they started they tried and then to they were like, wait, this is the like, king and queen. <laughs> like, what can you ticket them for, though? I don't really understand. Unless they said, now you guys have to leave and they didn't. But those. Well, if social you were... distancing and having groups of more than five people, those are but, bylaws now. If you break okay. them, you can get ticketed. But like, it didn't look, to me, it looked like small groups all congregated close to each other. So I like, guess. I can yeah I saw a few of those but I also saw videos where it's like there were just groups of like 20 people and people falling over each other and people like touching each other and shit and that fucking video too of that stranger just running up to that girl who was in the middle of like a CTV interview and just kissing her I'm like okay so you just assaulted this woman on camera like what her also though the beginning of her answer being like yeah you know like I don't really think, you know, like masks are like <laughs> When I watched that I was like, wow, we are are we post me too? Like was that it? <laughs> Is yeah, that done? It's over. <laughs> she was just like, being uh, like, are you all right? And she was like, yeah, he's so yeah, hot. Yeah, he was hot. <laughs> yeah, hot. <laughs> she was down. So he they were vibing. I don't know. Alcohol, so alcohol maybe, is certainly um, it, like an issue with social distancing. Like you can't control people at a certain level of drunk and they're very no physically affectionate not that i'm not making excuses for that person but well, it's like when you tell drunk people to be quiet and they're like oh okay i'm so sorry man oh yeah. my god so yeah, yeah this fucking like, i was like with a couple friends on the weekend and uh someone i was with was getting like increasingly more drunk and we went there and he was very concerned about social distancing and like as the <laughs> night wore on i had to like babysit him and be like no no come back and then he would he would like shamefully saunter back and like 10 seconds later be like wiggling his <laughs> way like all like cute towards the crowd away and he's making out with someone yeah he's like i Um, I have to i have to someone in reaction to the ctv uh news clip of that guy kissing the girl they were like i hate both the human slack line who kissed her and the sentient yoga mat who yelled text me (laughs) human (laughs) slack slack line line. that's That's what those tight ropers are yeah, Dude, funny. I love the good. one comment on there too of that girl being like, "He wasn't even that hot. She's probably just high." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. when she said that, I was like, "Damn, let me see this man." And I was way. like, Meh, "I don't know." 
<laughs> um, but one thing about like the parks closing in Toronto, I don't think they should close the parks in Toronto because don't forget Toronto's a fucking concrete jungle and like where are people gonna go if they close the parks? Like a lot of people live in like a tiny fucking apartment. They don't have backyards. They don't have like smaller parts. Like if I go to the park here, there's no one there. Like I'm fine. I could easily go with a couple of friends, but like in Toronto, if they close the parks, people will go crazy and start fucking stabbing each other. I heard on the weekend that like I didn't even know parks were closed until this weekend, but like my, the parks near my house weren't closed. Just the like actual playground equipment had caution tape on it. Some of the trails have like a sign over them that says closed due to COVID that everyone just kind of like walks over. Oh, <laughs> um, I didn't even but, know. But yeah, there are some places with uh like a walkthrough path and the playground is covered in that tape and those little signs yeah i think you were allowed to walk through but not loiter in the areas um can we also talk about the politician responses to trinity bellwoods and ford called it you know it looked like a rock concert he's just like did he call them a bunch of yahoos (laughs) a bunch of yahoos at their rock concert john tory i liked when he called the protesters a bunch of yahoos because you know other politicians were like in these times we need to be careful and he was just like these are a bunch of yahoos (laughs) (laughs) yeah it did look like a rock concert which you know isn't supposed to be going down what about but again it seems like kind of pandering to me because like they're dumb we get it but like what nothing was done about it and i mean you can't put the next day the next day they brought cops in to make sure people Uh, weren't coming in so apparently they did sort of move in and dissuade people <laughs> they just from... line the perimeter of trinity bellwoods with horses that would deter <laughs> love, a lot of people <laughs> i love what seeing horses John? in toronto i it's don't fun. because i just imagine wukash spanking them <laughs> which how did he get away with that they didn't even Ooh. care very much it was very odd <laughs> our friend like lightly <laughs> spanked a horse once a horse a police cop, horse, like a cop was police on the horse. And- it was during like nuit blanche and like we were <laughs> horrified like we are not condoning that behavior and i'm pretty sure you can get like like very hot yeah because it's like a police officer technically i was kind of hoping he'd get tased or something yeah (laughs) yeah the police officers were just like hey like scram Um, take a big fat dump on the street yeah yeah um sorry john tory yeah Yeah, (laughs) no argument there So John Tory, he went to the park to go check it out. He wore his mask, but obviously it's weird talking to someone with a mask. So he took it down and people snapped pics of it. Nice. And they're like, excuse me, mayor of Toronto, you went to this uh, illegal gathering and now you must pay. But I mean, even like he did go technically. It's like <laughs> we did. we all have our like good reason for being there. It's like the collective, so yeah. And it's like, well, no, I can go. Like it's like, but I'm sure every think... one of those people had the exact same mentality. <laughs> Politicians should just fucking stay home. Like, yeah, I get that shit's happening in Trinity Bellwoods, but like, like no matter what you it. fucking do, no matter what you fucking do, if you show up at Trinity Bellwoods, you're gonna be crucified for it. That like, would be sick if you came in a bubble. And he just man just in a and people are like I, I can't I can't hear you through the this bubble. This is the answer. Government issued bubbles. His apology. Braden thinks. I also it. I, I thought it was so funny. Like he says, I went there to determine why things were the way they were. 
And then he said, What did he, he think he was going to gather? Then he said, I fully intended to properly physically distance, but it was very difficult. I wore a mask into the park, but I failed to use it properly. Another thing I'm disappointed about. So he literally like described what happened to every one of those people. Like I intended <laughs> yeah. to physically distance and then I didn't. Like that's exactly what happened for everyone. Well, Do you know think that they're going to like roll things back? Because if cases are going up... I don't know if they're going to roll things back. Probably not, just because it's summer now and people aren't going to fucking stay inside. They just aren't. Just aren't. It was fine in the winter, but now. I thought everyone was doing such a good job, but I'm like, was it just because it was cold out? It was just because it was cold out. (laughs) Now (laughs) reflecting, it's like, oh man, this would have like gone a lot differently in in better better weather. I read a few opinions saying that it's, not it's not as bad to be outside they're not they're thinking that the spread is not as crazy when people are outside the concerns are more when you're inside and there's stuff sticking to like surfaces yeah um and but like again like most of haven't... the spread has been in long-term care homes yeah but that's also because everyone's been physical distancing it also so hasn't like know. been summer yet and it hasn't been like large gatherings of people in parks so the data that they have now i find that it probably wouldn't yeah. really be that accurate to what's actually happening yeah it's very possible i do but. think like that exact amount of people in obviously an enclosed space would have been a lot more of an issue yeah, yeah. but i mean at a certain point it doesn't really matter that covid it's on the the leaves of the trees in trinity bellwoods don't go licking any <laughs> trees folks yeah, don't go, just don't go to, to Trinity Toronto. Bellwood. Go to a different park. It has zero appeal to me now. Like, I remember being younger and being like, yeah, Trinity Bellwoods. And, like, now, even if this wasn't going on and there were, like, ten people in the park, I'd be like, I'll skip it. Like, I was supposed to go to Toronto on Saturday, like, briefly, and I'm glad I didn't. I don't want to be one of those people that was shamed. A covid Yeah, I don't want to be a covid <laughs> I think that was another thing people were saying that I was reading online. Like, there are so many other parks, people, because mm-hmm. I was like, well, come on. Like, people live in Toronto. They need somewhere to go. People were like, there's so many there's other so, parks people have gone so to. Parks, like, yeah. like he's, people were like, I walk through parks that are mostly empty. Like, clearly, that was just sort of like the hangout spot, and people were drawn to it for that reason and that's like so how it's it's like, it is yeah, in, the, in like regular summer you know but this isn't yeah. a regular fucking summer <laughs> no, we'll need to get their goddamn shit together don't they yeah i think like the lesson there is like you can't really like trust people to make the responsible choice and like in in crowd situations which is kind of common knowledge especially yeah. people who just run up to people like, having an interview on tv and oh. kiss them on the mouth with Wild abandon and zero shame. Those are the type Wild of people in Bellwood. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, uh, like obviously, like, an alcohol is going to really fuck shit up in that Bellwood's situation. Bellwood's canceled this year, folks. Come again <laughs> next year. Um, hashtag call her daddy. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad that Isn't was Isn't that the name of a podcast? Yes, yes. It was trending, like, all fucking call week. And I was daddy? like, okay, fine. Um, it's like two um, very, well, I was going to say two very blonde, but only one of them is blonde. The other one is brunette. And they're like young women who like talk about sex. Yeah, I've listened to like Wow, a revolutionaries. Oh, yeah. you listened to you like Yeah, it's, uh, I don't really remember. It was like funny, like it was fine. It's like re- really popular. Why is it yeah, trending? Like a no- 
it's like a normie podcast but like it was trending because there was a huge fallout between the two co-hosts and the barstool sports i guess which is some sort of company that peddles these types of media um for the youths who like to drink beer no. oh my god <laughs> just stop sonia yeah. <laughs> i like it was already funny I'm like oh she's still <laughs> she's still going i know it was like watching her fall for like 10 i literally minutes. have no like <laughs> the hot dog like, i'll just be saying something to me it sounds great and normal and everyone's just like horrified and i'll be like enough you just sound like, like a mother i am like, basically a mother TV. you like, say I'm like very very complicated and intelligent things with such ease and then like basic things come out so odd <laughs> i don't even know what i said so oh i can't wait to listen and find what out what were you even talking about again i just sports, it's like a production company uh, so what did, what did this company do to these girls though uh, they wanted more money because they weren't being paid very much considering how much money they were making off them and I think they got into a little skittuffle I, I tried to watch a YouTube skittuffle. video by one of the co-hosts I put it on like times two speed to like get it like because it's 10 minutes long like no who has time for that but uh, she, she was just explaining the some of the problems they were having with each other and with the company so it's crazy I, my, my only issue with that podcast and I don't want to like I don't have any opinion on them. I'm sure it's great. Um, it's that uh, every time I've told a man that I have a podcast, they go, oh, I bet you listen to Call Her Daddy. So I have built in like resentment to that podcast, but nothing to do with them as people. I've never even heard of it before. It's just like a kind of like condescending way of yeah, going. Like you're, you're like you're a basic bitch type thing. Because I yeah, guess it's that, like the most popular female driven podcast. Or what they talk about sex and how it's empowering. I don't think so. I think they're just like, like from what I gathered, it's more like on it. Never heard it. Yeah, like (laughs) let's not take down this random (laughs) podcast. But like they'll uh, they'll like more talk. uh, Like I would say, from what I've gathered, it's more talking about sex in an empower. Like they'll talk about sex the way men often do. Like it's more just like they'll talk about exes or like just they talk about sex without like. No, I think it's fine. It's just funny that I, like, for some reason, I want to hate it. Yeah, I I know. I'm trying to defend it, it, and I don't listen to it, but, like, I don't want to, like, go go after it. Like, I want to be, like, girl power about this, you know, but, like, I don't know. You don't have to. It's just a podcast. Like, I think the content is shitty, but, like, who cares what I think? Like, they were making a lot of money. A lot of people liked it. Good for them. Like, it's not for me, but lots of shit I listen to and, like, isn't for others. Sonia, bringing that <laughs> gavel for, down. Except for our podcast, which should be loved by all. Yes, yeah, that is ours very has true. that uh, universal quality. That's je ne sais quoi. Okay, let's talk about things that have been happening this week. For example, a happy moment turned sad and tragic when a snowbird plane designed to bring joy to people <laughs> instead brought tragedy. <laughs> I was doing fine until I saw your faces. <laughs> Snowbird plane crash in Versus Cam Luke's Yes, thank you. We're so sorry <laughs> about this and anyone involved. What we was her name, Captain? We started doing our calls on Zoom to watch each other. I really think it's increased the amount of random laughing. <laughs> sorry to interrupt. You. Well, I guess we'll have to rein it in a little bit. Anyway, so do you have you ever watched? 
or been interested in the snowbirds or no. the any type of aerodynamic uh, performance. <laughs> yeah, I used to go to what Toronto to see the snowbird show with my nan and papa and my. Did mom. you really? How was it? Uh, I would be very bored because it would be very hot, and then I would go and get hot dogs. <laughs> Is and there no place to dunk they, your head? They, no, you can't. It. I. It's obviously very impressive. I just don't see the point because after this happened i looked at a timeline of all the accidents that have occurred and there have been so many that go back to like the 70s yeah there was one just like last october i guess they don't mm. have their best assigned to this is that like their only job you know? like when people are like oh what do you do they're like i'm a fancy pilot like is that a all snowbird. they say it's a side hustle it's like driving an uber oh, okay so being a fancy <laughs> pilot is a side hustle. do you know that or no that was a joke <laughs> Easy just took it as I thought it was real. Oh, I thought you were just going along with the joke. But is, is being a snowbird like their only job? Well, they're they're a part of the Royal Canadian Air Force, but I don't know if they go. Oh, into maybe they're like retired pilots or something. You're gonna say well, the woman who died was pretty young. Oh, how did she, how did this happen? How did she crash? Or they don't happened? know yet that they're still investigating. I think the co-pilot. One of them survived, I think, but is injured, and then the woman died. Oh, that's very um, sad. But there's there's like a video, and it like just kind of fucking puffs into smoke and then falls down. It fall it fell down near a house, so that could have been fucked up too. But and luckily, they both they both I watched this former snowbird pilot describe the video, and they both uh, ejected themselves from the plane. Um, so like they were rocketed out and then the one guy who survived, I think he, he managed to get his parachute up, but then the woman who died didn't. So something must've happened with like that motion and she wasn't able to Mm -hmm. do so. And then the wreckage went over this like neighborhood and one of their bodies was found on top of a roof. Oh Oh my my God. God. Yeah. It's fucked. That would be very worth it. This aerial performance. No. Imagine like pulling into your house and being like, is that a bod on my roof? A bod. <laughs> I was thinking more this nine one one. Excuse me. There's, There's a bod, bod on my roof. Uh, that's horrific. This is terrible. I'm so sorry. There must be like videos of people reacting to that. That'd be scary. It's like that the Challenger video. It's so yeah, awful. It is. It's so horrible. One second you're smiling, then the next. <laughs> We're so bad at tragedies. Like we need to yeah. stop. We- um but apparently these are done because i was like wait what's the point of these and it's to raise awareness to recruit for the air force oh perfect i'll sign right up (laughs) yeah exactly raising it yeah that probably wasn't great for their recruitment numbers but uh yeah i know very little of snowbirds but they do on this one story they fly very close to one another and flip whoa yeah. They shoot colors out of their planes? Is that a thing? Um, I, I think so. Pro- I, I assume so. <laughs> what other fucking tricks do they do? <laughs> Apparently <laughs> there was... I'm not sold yet. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's fucking move away from this. <laughs> Before we say something we really fucked up this about this <laughs> did not handle this well. <laughs> Plane crash bad, okay? You can quote me on that. Um... I'm just going to fucking read what this says because otherwise I'm going to blow it. As the pandemic <laughs> continues and lives are lost, museum curators across the country are scrambling to collect objects to enlighten future generations. So, oh. 
Different museums across the country are looking for some spicy items to commemorate these difficult, strange times. What do you think about that? Well, that's fucking hilarious. And it's funny, too, because it's like, why? (laughs) (laughs) I guess it makes sense. What kind of things will they collect, like, besides masks, I guess? Yeah. Just, like, an old-timey, like black and white video of people in trinity bellwoods park yeah with like like an orchestra sad music playing in the background and like you, you go to the museum and you it. press the button and put the headphones on and it's just like people walking around with their ciders and like jumping on slack lines and you're like ah 2020 listening to the arctic monkeys yeah it's just like creepy that they're like collecting for a future thing like now it's like give me items for the museum it's so weird like yeah, there's this um, thing that museums are doing a lot of in terms of collecting th- contemporary items. And I guess, like, I went to this one museum in LA a long time ago, and it was like the Museum LA. of Love. And it wasn't really a museum, it was just kind of like a collection of items people had donated that represented like love or breakups or whatever for them. And it was like cute and interesting, but I don't know if I'd call that a museum. It's like an art installation, right? Yeah, that's what it felt more like. And it seems kind of... Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say that like this seems like more like museum related because this is obviously going to be a significant point in history. It reminded me of the 9-11 museum thing. But what what kind of things do you guys think that they will collect for this? I think that they should get like one of True Daddy's beard hairs and perhaps <laughs> like maybe like the skeleton of like a disgruntled LCBO employee or something. But like besides oh, media, I just can't think of like physical no, artists. See, that's the thing. Like, Here, I'll give you a little taste. This is the first thing that they were talking people about. People watching Netflix for like the eighteenth time. So there's a poster. Um, it's in Newfoundland, oh, yeah. and it says six feet apart or six feet under, your choice in block letters. So the curator got her hands on one of those. Ooh. Yeah, that makes and sense. Signs. Maybe just like celebrities' masks that they've worn. <laughs> yeah, like different types of masks, I guess, which is so <laughs> lame, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, hand sanitizer. Yeah, because this similar. time is kind of marked by like lack of things because yeah. everyone's in their house we've run out of things <laughs> no i would put like a self-help book because a lot of people have turned to that being like how can i improve myself during this time and then i'd put a loaf of bread like a fake one but everyone's also like i'm gonna take this time to learn how to bake toilet paper toilet paper but yeah. see i feel like those are still art memorabilia right mm. um yeah. So that would be funny though if they tracked down like the 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 last bundle before they all sold out or something. <laughs> it might I don't be know. like media. It might be like media, like you know, like a video playing surrounded by like things that represent that, like toilet paper, yeah. whatever. Yeah. A screenshot of a Zoom bomber. But I remember yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. To the point of like contemporary museums. Just when I was talking about the nine eleven museum, it reminds me of like how that's like kind of problematic for because there's still people living that like went through it and it's very recent but I I read some account of a I believe it was his sister that died and the survivors of 9-11 their families and stuff uh, got first access to the museum and Mm -hmm. there was like a gift shop and stuff anyways it was just this um 
this guy's like recounting of like going through and it was like the most bizarre and like horrific sounding experience because yeah. they're it's still pretty recent and, and I, like and, and and it's obviously catering to make money to some degree and and we've never really so gone through something like this kind of like our generation historically like we haven't really had like a major war or anything this is like the first like huge event really and it's like for like the wars like world war one and world war two and shit like after they closed were people just like donating their uniforms and were was like museum curators asking people for shit like is that a thing that normally happens question. in events like this or yeah. is it just I, I, think, I guess they're being more one? proactive now i think the oh, it, like it's inevitably too gonna be like of course these places are gonna have to charge money and make it entertaining to people and there's obviously gonna be issues of like poor taste and gift shops of like corona stuff and that's probably gonna be like of like you know kind of alienating for the people who lost people to it yeah for sure it's called rapid response collecting the thing that museums do where they like solicit everyone real quick to 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 provide them with stuff so they can like get ahead of the curve Mm. um i guess so to speak (laughs) so to speak it just seems so like everything from this pandemic is so disposable so it's like why would you want just like disposable like safety items in an exhibit like i just don't get it also it's very like definition like contagious (laughs) and they're like it's still happening like maybe don't collect people's here's the here are some examples of some items that they said that they've already got in their whatever they can't put it in the museum right now because obviously so this curator is just like keeping shit in her house or she's got stuff like on in the works to procure but so there's like a fucking shoe that was created by vancouver designer john fleuvig in honor of dr bonnie henry the bc provincial health officer so he designed this shoe let me see if i can i fu- can his shoes it? are so ugly oh my god like why what is this so it's it's like a red um heel i don't know how to describe it's like it a mary guys. jane i think is the style it's got like a strap <laughs> Yeah, no uh, it's got a big old buckle and it's like leather. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll put a picture on uh, social media after at yeah, Terry Foxy so Ladies. They're going to put that shoe up there. But like, again, would I go to a museum and say, wow. Like, I remember, I forget where it was. I but it won't it be in, for us, um, right? Washington. When I was in Washington, we went to like one of the museums and there was a section on like pandemics and like diseases and shit like Zika virus and all of this shit. And there wasn't really any, like, objects in it. Like, I remember they had this one board, and it was, like, a bunch of mosquitoes that they tested, like, in pins or whatever. And then it was just, like, videos and, like, interactive displays where, like, you could... And there was, like, visual displays in, like, a see-through box with, like, little, like, army men toys or something to represent, like, the amount of people affected by each thing. It was just kind of, Uh, like, interesting ways to display the information to, like, kind of, like, make it more real for you, not just, like, a number on a wall. I forgot about the science stuff. stuff. That would actually be probably pretty interesting. Yeah. That would be more interesting. Okay, here's here's a good one, though, actually. I like this one. So, uh, Daniel Rothstein... Uh, created the social distancing machine. You know how we were talking about the bubble? Yeah. Um, so it's a two meter radius circular pipe that you wear. And like he wore it around Toronto to demonstrate how difficult it is to distance yourself there. And he just like wore it and bumped into stuff. <laughs> was not <laughs> able to do tasks. Cool as fuck. Yeah, that's so I'd be funny. like, okay, that's legit social distancing machine. Maybe those like those uh like mask relief head things that a bunch of people made, like 3d printed 
so that the masks don't hurt the empl- the healthcare workers. I got <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I about got that. an Instagram ad the other day, and it was for this clothing company, <laughs> and the picture was like a like really old timey bonnet that they were selling, and it was like baby blue, and it had like a neck part and like the big back part, and then on the front was just like a COVID mask, and then like a visor over the front of it. I was like. This is the type of person you think I am, Instagram. I want like an old timey bonnet <laughs> corona mask. Like yes. you're not wrong. But I, like, <laughs> yeah, they're not wrong yeah, at they all. Yeah, they got you completely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of scary how good they are, yeah. actually. Okay, here's a couple more. So there's a cross stitch of an embroidery artist's depicting health minister John Haggy's advice telling parents not to let their kids lick the shopping cart. Um, again, oh, like, who, yeah, that's art. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, art, they yeah. should get a. Oh, sorry, I yelled. They should get, <laughs> <laughs> they should get Ford's shirt that you wore. Yes, okay, now we're talking. <laughs> that would be a good one. I like that. Here's another one. Uh, Dr. Eileen Davila, Toronto's medical officer of health, wore a lot of colorful scarves to press conferences. So they're going to get like her for the first scarf she wore at a press conference. <laughs> that is conference. reaching. This, yeah, this is all I just know. So like, I'm already to me. tired of this coronavirus museum. I Me do too. think the science center angle is the way to go. When this coronavirus museum opens, like we all have to go and do like a live recording of the podcast there and judge everything very hard. We're just going to walk around and shit talk or they're going <laughs> to kick us out. I think there's always a certain level to like artistry in museums too. Like it's kind of like the melding of those two worlds, like art you and think so? Like those cool uh, taxidermy beasts. <laughs> in the natural history oh, museum yeah, yeah those you, are chill do you guys know that like uh of course you did that lion that has the fucked up face it's no it's like what? popular on the internet but it's a lion and it's, it's yeah. or maybe it's a saber-toothed tiger but it's face was like not done well the taxidermy and it's so fucking funny I went to, like, when Sean and I were in New York, we were looking for stuff to do that was cheap, and there was this, like, museum of sex or whatever, and we were like, that's probably stupid. Sex! But then uh, it was, like, just, like, a history of, like, pornography and stuff from, like, the fucking 1700s and shit, and we were like, okay, that sounds kind of interesting. It said, oh, we're not sponsored by porn companies or anything, and I was like, okay, that's great. It's just, like, purely, like, an intellectual thing. So we went, and, like, there was one exhibit that was interesting, and it was just showing, like, pornographic images and videos from, like, literally, like, the 1700s and 1800s and some of them are fucked <laughs> like i'm talking bestiality <laughs> and shit but it was very interesting right and like just learning like what people did to like try to get around it back when it was actually super like clandestine and stuff not mm. now when it's like fucking pumped into everyone's eyeballs and like full of exploitation and stuff that porn but anyway we went into the other room and then it was like sponsored by Pornhub or something we were like what the fuck they, <laughs> they just like lied, they lied and then the rest of it was just this stupid like millennial fucking uh, playground you know how you know those places that pop up now and they're literally just for young people to go and like take pictures of themselves that'll yeah, look good like influencer and it's like, oh, like a lollipop penis <laughs> station or whatever like I was just like this sucks anyway I fucking hated it I have a question. Do you think there's something kind of on the topic of what we were talking about earlier? Do you think there's something lost when people like something about the museum's magic is lost when people kind of like go out of their way to collect these items? Whereas when you go to a museum from the past, it's like you had to go out of your way to find these things. And there was all this like it was unearthed and, and like discovered in a way absolutely and it's like, because it has that air of like everything these days where it's like a 
trying to do something first, like recording everything, like things going viral. It has that like disingenuous quality of like them mm-hmm, trying to be the yeah. first people to do this thing, and it's gonna be rushed. Like the fucking the pandemic is still found, happening, and now we're just kind of like we the story's already there. We didn't find it, and now we're just like collecting things. It's yeah, it weird. just seems sort of like like what do you gain almost? Like yeah, there's a mask like. The symbol of our times. Well, they want the mask first so, like, they can get the viral news story of their museum and therefore get the customers. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't seem like, not that I I don't, like, museums have always, to me, seemed like more of a library-type institution that it's there for the pursuit of knowledge. This seems like more of a, a grab at attention. There's not a lot of wholesome shit anymore. It's like museums for people who don't want to go to a museum. It's also almost like dumbing down museums. Because, yeah, sometimes I go but to a museum and I'm like... museums kind of have... Sorry, don't they kind of have to be now? Sorry, that just mm-hmm. like, came into my head. But, like, because everything is documented, all the information is already out there and we're already sharing it with each other, they do mm-hmm. probably have to get creative to, to have a physical representation Yeah, that's very true. It's interesting. I was reading how... Like, remember back in the day they used to say no pictures? Mm-hmm. And now, like, museums will be like, please take pictures because they want to, like, create yeah. buzz and... They want to encourage people to like show everyone where they are. I just thought that that was yeah, interesting. Yeah, when I was talking to Dylan about this too, he was just like, who the fuck is going to go to a Corona museum when you can just Google it? And I was like, fair enough. Like, I'm in my own coronavirus museum right now. It's called Life. <laughs> Any final words about museums and coronavirus and items? Huh. Okay, what would your guys's number one personal item go into the museum? Like, what would yours be? Great question. Hmm. It's weird because the virus isolation stuff ha- seems like in different segments. I'm like, yeah, what represents same. the entire mm. journey? Because like, it's like, oh, a tiger king or whatever <laughs> was like the beginning. That seems so yeah, long I feel ago. Like I've gone we were the but five young. Stages of grief. <laughs> No. <laughs> and you're in the fifth <laughs> stage, but you need to something like to denial, anger. I don't know what I would put. Mm. I really don't. I sewed a lot. I painted Maybe a lot. Sewing needles. Uh, I got really addicted to Call of Duty Warzone. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that would be mine. I have this. I have this uh, hand soap that my grandmother like risked her life, I guess, technically, to purchase for me. <laughs> um, so I'm just looking at it right now, so maybe that because that's like a that. beautiful <laughs> yeah, that, that would be one yeah. of those more artsy like items, more so than like a an art, a historical like representative. Oh, 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 oh. I got one. I got one. I thought of one. Uh, I, if I go to the park and I could pry off the sign that says "Do not enter because of COVID," I would. That's actually that, that would be mine too. I just everywhere. Yeah. That's just slapping me in the face. Wait, no, maybe no, no, like no, a no. picture of someone like hopping over it. I think yeah. that that would describe no, a little okay, bit. No, okay. So the I feeling. went to Sonia's however long ago. We were social distancing. And we went for a walk in the forest, and there were a bunch of fucking painted rocks oh everywhere, my God, being I like, "You those. got this. Oh, Believe yeah. in yourself." Be and happy. I realized they're here too. There must be I like a those. mass. There is. Uh, it's like calling for people to paint. It's like rocks an internet trend. With inspirational is, yeah. quotes. Oh, yeah. So that yeah, would I didn't be realize. One. I thought there was just some like that. That was a phenomenon specific to here. But then in the museum article, they said maybe painted rocks, and I was like, "Oh, that's like a fucking thing everywhere." 
Or or those like homemade si- or signs that say um, thank you to healthcare workers. Yeah. There's a lot of those. There's a there's a house close to me that they like they do those like uh, hand painted signs like as a side hustle. Like I don't know if it's their side hustle. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But they painted it like huge on there. Some people are fancy pilots. Some people paint rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just painted it across their fence, and it's really cute. And a bunch of people have signed it, um, <laughs> like so it will say like, "Oh, thank you, mom," and like so, I don't know, it's cute. I'm personally, I'm sick of all that shit. So I, mean, I would tear down their fence, <laughs> and put it in the right. museum. Like, what would the image of me during this quarantine would just like either be me painting or me outside or me just watching Netflix. It would or, probably so you'd just have be to Netflix. go the photograph room. Oh, a lot of Netflix. Or me like depressed in bed for days. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I would like right. to say, you know, too. my object would be this like beautiful book that I read, but that just that isn't it. Yours would be your bike, Jenna. I mean, I have it. been biking a lot. Cruising around. Okay. The border. The US border is closed <laughs> mostly. I mean you can travel if you have a very good reason, I think, but um yes. there's been some shenanigans happening at the border so many shenanigans at the border like it's just okay the border agency has investigated more than 500 allegations against its own staff over the past two years in canada like that's an insane number is it not i i don't know say say it again <laughs> Over 500 allegations against border over, staff. Like, over I get year? that, like, they're probably two years. Okay, so that's like. I get that they're probably more of a, like, targeted thing for people to go off on because they're, like, confiscating your shit or whatever. So I understand that it's probably, like, maybe the higher numbers, like, I'm finding shocking because. People are just dicks, and they're like, "Fuck you! You took my vape. I'm gonna come out." <laughs> I don't you. know what like the average of like I don't how I many like no people go through every day <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's all all of the allegations are being are like pretty sketchy though. Like, um, there was one who was accused of bragging about making clients touch themselves during private searches, and this has come up like repeatedly. Like, apparently, a lot of people try to do that and a lot of the employees like brag to each other about it and have been caught talking about it and have been like recorded talking about it many times and then a bunch of them are like he was like grab your uh, own dick and then i'll let you through yeah or something like that, like, right? grab your balls. And, then, yeah. and i think he said something like if he if, if the person kind of like questioned me i'd be like haha i'm just kidding and let him through <laughs> so yeah. if an authority figure ever tells you to do something fucked up Put a yeah. little bit of resistance. <laughs> See if you just don't like that Milgram yeah. experiment. If it feels weird, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but if it feels right, just say no. What else did they find, Ainsley? Uh, um, there was another guy who was accused of soliciting bribes, and then a bunch of luxury items and money has gone missing, mm. obviously from the border. Have you guys ever places uh, and it's gotten like, anything stolen from your luggage? My my. Yeah. Over the border in the yeah. summer. Did they steal it, or were you just not allowed to bring it? Um, I didn't take the battery out on the plane, <laughs> so they didn't steal it. <laughs> they did they steal con- it. They confiscated. I, they confiscated it, but I wasn't there. They randomly searched my luggage and yeah. then took it out. I know that it was wait, the right wait, thing was to it do. Check-in? Was it but- check-in luggage? <sighs> no. Oh, it was carry-on. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, it was check-in. Oh, then, yeah, you're allowed to have it in check-in. You just can't have it in your carry-on. I, but you, I know. That's why I was, like, pissed off about it. But I guess, like, 
They said that it's because I didn't fully unscrew the battery that like it could have something to do with the battery and the air pressure or whatever. But it it, the reason why it pissed me (laughs) off is because they lost my luggage and I was and then I finally got it mailed back to me. And there was this little letter in it being like, we took your vape. And I was like, you Icelandic fox. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I get so nervous going going through the border border patrol they're very people. scary yeah all this stuff is really sketchy because border officers are so scary like i know they're, they're so trained scary. to be scary and intimidating and it works like I'm, I'm always doing i feel like i'm committing several crimes even though i'm not i'm always like where am i, I going like, like where I was i born all. what am i doing and then i'm like why am i nervous i'm not doing anything wrong i know i'm constantly and they'll be I'm like sweating. where are you coming like from opposite. and i'm like, like but- <laughs> for me all that going through the border and doing all that now is just like an irritating chore like i don't feel nervous about it at all i'm just like oh can this be fucking i forgot time? that border I also don't. includes p- flying like i think of the border as like the border yeah. that you drive over only but there's also mm-hmm. the border that you like when you go through customs before you get on a plane to the, to I, the states i yeah. forgot time that i was going through the people the security um coming back from vancouver and i forgot that my friend had gifted me this like thing that looked like lipstick but really it wasn't lipstick you rolled it up and it was a knife um <laughs> and i forgot that that was in my purse and they took it out and I they were like two. what <laughs> is this and i was like i i don't know i know that looks very uh, like sneaky but it was a gift for per- personal protection and they just like they're very unimpressive ever since then most of the time with small knives too like it's not really that big of a deal because they know that people carry pocket knives in their purses and shit they're just going to be like okay well we're going to take this like they don't care about little knives from like an innocent like white woman who's clearly very anxious (laughs) like i um i used to go over the border like very frequently with my nana like we'd go on trips to buffalo to shop at the outlet mall and every time they like lied about where we were going and i don't really know why she'd always be like we're going for tea with my friend and i would be so like anxious in the back going like why are you well, it's, saying it's because that? you have to you have to claim to cl- everything no, but this was on back. the way there so like yeah. she could have said whatever it doesn't matter we don't have stuff yet and then on the way back i don't know if i should be saying this they'd have us <laughs> wear all the clothes we put yeah. on. You take off the tag and, and take off the tag, and we'd go back, and I'd be like sweating. <laughs> like, oh. Sonia, That's and like so when we were going over the border, didn't we lie about having fruit or something? Okay, you, yeah, you, I know how anxious you are with the border, and we just, like, went, stopped at a convenience store, bought, like, some fruit, and had it in the car, and we were passing through, and they were just like, do you have any food or other restricted items, and you were like, no, and they waved us through, and I was like, wow, I'm so proud of you, like, you weren't anxious at all, and you just, like, lied to a border cop, and you were like, I, I what? I, oh my god, I can't believe I did that, I didn't even know that was there. You were so casual and nonchalant. I thought that you had conquered your anxiety, but really you had just forgot. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say before with um, the border cops, like I'm assuming it's probably a similar personality or training to like a police officer who like infamously have issues with power and... I actually um I, I encountered my first nervous border cop recently and I felt really bad for him really? it must have been his like first really week new. on the job but he looked like visibly nervous and he was like where are you coming from and I was like huh and he was like where are you coming from and I was like New York and he was like okay and I don't know I just felt so bad for him I was like come on man you gotta toughen up you gotta be <laughs> you should be scaring me right now 
yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's, i, I wonder um, like how these investigations will go because like i don't know how, how a lot of them were probably pretty difficult to prove yeah and the quote i just want to say it too because it's funny <laughs> um one of the guys who's being um investigated or whatever he's quoted saying i made him grab his balls then stick his fingers in his mouth to open it <laughs> yeah that's fucked up he needs to be fucking removed like, from that position fuck? like yesterday it's just so sketchy but like i don't know i don't know if i worked at a border place and there was all these like expensive shit and like money lying around i'd be like <laughs> i mean i definitely get the temptation to take people's drugs because it's like well you're not supposed to have this so um should yeah let's all right. i was gonna say let's wrap things up all right all right all right <laughs> uh my turn to deliver the absolute unit to you guys. <laughs> this week's unit is really cute, I think. It's a 99-year-old Newmarket World War II veteran, and he's walking 100 kilometers to raise money for medical research. And But this is the cutest part. His name is George. He's going to die. It's so his hot His name out. is George Marco, <laughs> and he plans to walk around the path in his long-term care home's garden over 1,500 times to accomplish his goal. So he's just going to go in a circle. That's so and cute. He said, that makes me And they said so uh, even if he surpasses the 100, I'm sure he will. He, I'm sure he'll just keep going as long as the donations keep coming in. And apparently he's concerned about what is happening in the world right now and what future pandemics may look like. And he has three great grandchildren and he is concerned about their future and future generations. Aww. So George Marco, he's just, he's going to walk around the garden and I wish him well. Thanks, what a dude. gorgeous absolute unit. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, so I'm also very worried. <laughs> yeah, and also there, that, that person was like, "I'm sure he'll just keep going." I'm like, that puts a lot of pressure on him. Maybe old men too. Kilometers is very long. And old men too. They never wear like shorts. You know, they're always wearing fucking like sweater vests. <laughs> like he's gonna get so I love hot that about old men. He is a like, walker. I wish really me, and, nice. me and Sonia did a hundred kilometer walk for for charity yeah. once. <laughs> Honestly, like the pictures of you guys at the end of that still haunt. That me. was like one of the hardest. <laughs> things i've ever done and it was yeah, even harder was because awful. we were with brayden and her brother and they like to fight and brayden's brother was being very mean to her the whole time because he was grumpy because he was tired and thirsty and i was like yeah we're all fucking tired and thirsty yeah and he was he decided to wear fucking chuck taylor's oh no it was a it wasn't just a hundred kilometers like walk it was a like a, a difficult yeah, hike like a like, so he was like bleeding from the feet and he was throwing shit at me and sonya and we all went out the night before because we we're I idiots. Ugh, it was the yeah, worst. Okay. Anyway, we anyway, didn't raise very no. much money, <laughs> <laughs> and no one was proud Wasn't of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping up my absolute unit thing, I just want to say we here at the Terry Foxy podcast admire not only old men, but have an extreme amount of respect for humans who show a great deal of determination and endurance by walking, jogging, or running to raise money for important causes. Speaking of which, please check out our website, terryfoxypodcast.com. You'll see... Why are you guys laughing so hard? You'll see a support button. Once you click on that, you'll see under a support original Canadian content heading, another button that says, please help. One out of four Canadians need a hip transplant by the age of 40. 
So we want to kickstart that fun now because statistically speaking, that means one of us will require one and we want to get ahead of it. So if you're feeling generous and are afraid of your old age, help us feel less afraid about impending age and the health problems that come along with it. Thank you. <laughs> I think Aisley's going to need a hip replacement because she's about to fall off her chair and and die. That was what, fine, what wasn't I it? Said about ba- I what, thought that was fine. No, what Jenna, I, that was... <laughs> what I said about our our Oxfam walk like, directly contradicted what you said about like valuing <laughs> the people who walk. Oh, I just didn't know where that was going to go either. I was like, what's happening here? Did we um tell people where to find oh. us? At Terry Foxy Ladies on Instagram, our website that I mentioned, Twitania. Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, follow Instagram, us on all the platforms Twitter. and please leave comments and likes and stuff. Even if you don't like us, that's fine. All engagements help. Yeah. And we'll uh yeah, we'll post pictures that we were referring to. Yeah. And we got episode. merch. Buy our merch. It's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, protect your little heads with our <laughs> <laughs> Protect your little heads. Hi, we're Terry Fox. Protect your little heads. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna be going to Trinity Bell, if everyone in Trinity Bell was literally just had our Trudeau like fucking uh, face mask covering, they'd be oh, fine. Totally yes. fine. I want us to make a new merch item that's like the same snapback, but it just says "Protect your little head" on it. I like that. <laughs> I want it so bad. That's a good. Yeah, you can protect your face from Corona with our uh, True Daddy face mask, and protect the head with one of our bucket hats. Just some ideas. <laughs> so <Right>. be safe, <laughs> and remember, don't be a COVID. We are all one. Thank you. Let don't us be a COVID. Don't be a, don't be a, don't be a, a coke more. Go to a different park. We're just staying home.